0: Next on BYU Sports Nation, what if I told you that some BYU sports
1: stories deserve to be shared with the world? How about the Ziggy Ansah story? His only gets better. Where did Ziggy rank in the NFL's top 100 players? Plus another championship
0: for BYU and head basketball coach Dave Rose in studio. What are his expectations for the next few years? Let's go! This is BYU Sports Nation,
1: brought to you by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. What is up? BYU
0: Sports Nation live in Radio Vision, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Thursday, June 9th. Yeah. Why are we so excited? We'll get to that in just a minute. Wherever and however you're dialed in, great to have you with us. I am Spencer Linton, teamed up with the man who has, quite frankly, fully embraced
1: emojis, Jerem Jordan. I used to not be into emojis, but they can be fun. And the latest uh, with emojis is this. Uh, Dave Broberg, the creative design director with BYU Athletics, uh, tweeted out yes last night that he is creating and working on a BYU Cougars emoji keyboard.
0: Awesome! Wow. Is okay. the Shaka going to be the first available yeah. emoji yeah. in that uh, keyboard? Cowboy
1: boot for Ty Detmer, Cosmo's <laughs> face. All that's, yeah, all that stuff like a like a uh, redhead for TJ Haas or something or a red flame or something. I don't know what yeah, all those emojis. <laughs> I have no idea. For the, the Ginger, Ginger Mamba. Mamba. Yeah. Will really he
0: have his own emoji?
1: <laughs> is that an NCA violation? Just, like, just the, have re- your the own red, emoji?
0: I hope not. The redheaded TJ Haas like face and then just three flames after.
1: <laughs> yeah. Nick Emery is just the pound.
0: <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, that's really fun. Eric I see, Micas, I see Where are you going? Goggles? With that. Okay.
1: We get hey! Hey! Dave blue Robert, goggles. Dave, Dave Robert. Robert, Can we hey. get blue, blue, goggles? Goggles. blue can goggles. We get blue goggles I emoji. I didn't think about this until now. This has to be a thing. Yeah. Hey, I'll text him. Right now. I'm texting him right now. Send that now. Dave While you are texting Brobert. him, I'm
0: going to ask you a question, Jeremy. and I want you to answer this honestly.
1: I am texting David. Are
0: as you speak. so comfortable with emojis that you can send a smiley face emoji to another friend that is a male, or are you? Is that yeah, no, off limits? No no, no,
1: no, that's cool. That's yeah. cool. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're
0: comfortable yeah, to that point. Yeah, yeah. Because some there is a no, great with every debate. Dude, there is a great yeah, debate, but, but it depends. Friend, yeah. It depends on how close the friend is. Yes.
1: It's got to be a friend. <laughs> Acquaintances probably not. Right. Like yeah. like anyone from Utah? No, I'm not. No, I'm not using. That emoji,
0: right? Oh, I think Brian Logan is the most liberal of all of us he, with yes. his use of emojis. Yes.
1: I love Brian Logan. taxis <laughs> is <Dex, he's> awesome. <laughs> I love Brian Logan in his whole life. Oh,
0: fantastic. Hey, early shout out to at YFangirl underscore JB, who tweeted the following picture and words yesterday, saying, this is how we vacate repping the Royal on Royal Caribbean and listening to BYU Sports Nation in the
1: Bahamas. Yeah. Now, in the picture, unfortunately, they were trying to watch, and the uh, the signal was low where they were. It's the Bahamas. I don't know how the uh, LTE is over there or whatever, <laughs> but they were at least listening to The Wi-Fi. To it. Yeah, it's, that's awesome. That's very cool. We're, yeah, the worldwide reach, obviously. You take
0: awesome. BYU Sports Nation with you on your
1: vacation to oh, the yeah. Bahamas. Oh, yeah.
0: We're here working for you people so that you can do
1: that. We do it for the people in the Bahamas specifically, and then we think outside the Bahamas <laughs> for everybody else. <laughs> Oh, how about a shock emoji for that? Yeah. Love that.
0: Here yeah. are today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. Shaq Walker and Aaron Fletcher advanced to the finals in their respective events after the first day of the 2016 NCAA Outdoor Track and Field Championships. Walker finished first in his heat of the 800 meters. Those finals uh, are tomorrow, along with Fletcher, who finished second in his 300, or 3,000-meter steeplechase heat. Competition continues today with Shay. Collins. Collinsworth in the 800 meters, and Jackson Walker continues to compete in the decathlon. Good luck to the BYU track and field athletes.
1: Ziggy Ansah, former Richards Building pickup game friend of mine, is number 43 in its top 100 players of 2016 as voted by current NFL players. Ansah had 47 tackles and 14 and a half sacks last season. For the Detroit Lions, more on Ziggy in a moment. How about that guy? It, It just gets better.
0: Tyler Hawes is working out with the Utah Jazz today. He was going to join us today as a guest, but then the Jazz called. He's
1: working for. The, by the way, Dave Broberg just texted me back. He said he's going to work on the uh, blue the blue goggles. goggle emoji. Yeah. It's yeah. going to
0: happen. Yeah,
1: thank you, Dave. That's fantastic. That a baby, news.
0: Uh, we we will grant a hall pass to Tyler Hawes if an NBA team would like him to work out. Well, not every
1: NBA team. Like, if the Toronto Raptors want to work them out, we're like, no, no, no. You can skip that one. Wait,
0: the Eastern Conference finalists you wouldn't grant a hall pass for? They're not
1: going to be back there soon. (laughs) DeMar Rosen is gone, dude. He's going to L.A. Lakers, see ya. (laughs)
0: BYU wins its fourth straight West Coast Conference Commissioner's Cup, awarded to the school with the most success in overall conference play. The Cougars won the award By 21 points. Now, just to give you some reference on that, that's the largest margin of victory they've had in Commissioner's Cup history.
1: Now, this this is all, this is nice. You know, what does it mean? Eh,
0: It means you have the best overall athletic program in the conference.
1: You know what I would like more than this uh, Commissioner's Cup? I I do know what you would like more than this. Men's basketball title of some kind Mm -hmm. in an NCAA regional for baseball. That's what I would like. Although it is nice to win stuff,
0: it's good to be consistently good. Right, a stepping stone for, yeah. for bigger and better no, things.
1: No, it's it's nice. Is it amazing and awesome? No, but it's nice. <laughs> I would like to win. Other there are other things that we I, aspire to. I know yeah. that it's June, so we're like, woo, yeah!
0: It's a championship. <laughs> I
1: Fourth would go that straight. Far.
0: Fourth straight. Okay. <laughs> Rise and shout! It's time for what's trending. You're talking about it, and
1: so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU
0: Sports Nation. Stories made for Hollywood. The NFL tweeted about Ziggy Ansa yesterday and his story referencing where he came from six years ago, the fact that he didn't play football, what? came to BYU, only started nine games at BYU, was the fifth draft pick overall into the NFL, and has now become an All-Pro and worked his way into the NFL's... Top 50 players at number 43.
1: It's a crazy story. I I knew Ziggy in the Richards building back in the day, like I mentioned, and he was just that really awesome dude from Ghana that was fun and was a freak athlete He was on the track team. Dave Rose will join us, by the way, coming up. We'll relive kind of how Ziggy found his way to football, and it was because he didn't make the basketball team. He thought he was the next LeBron James. Yeah, Dave
0: Rose takes partial credit for that. He he
1: does. (laughs) So we'll we'll dive into that coming up. It might
0: be the most compelling story in the history of BYU athletics when you look at going from zero to 200 miles an hour. Oh, bigger and than BYU, college, college sports. It's amazing. The world grasps on to things like this. It's wild. Which is why we're like, yeah, this needs to be made into a movie. Disney, where are you at? With Ziggy Anza? And that takes us to our Twitter question.
1: What BYU sports story would you make into an ESPN 30 for 30 type documentary? Ooh. Use the hashtag BYUSN. It's a full hammer. Clear choice, Ziggy Ansah, but Taysom, gripping story of injury, perseverance, dominance, and adversity. Hashtag seven gun salute. <laughs> He's number seven now. That's funny.
0: His story still has chapters
1: yet to be written at BYU. It needs resolution. Mm. Taysom Hill's story needs resolution. There's so, been a lot of conflict.
0: We've read 20 chapters of Taysom Hill's book at BYU, and we need the final two.
1: I want He's played like in 21 games, so I want like 13 more chapters. Oh, okay. So
0: we've read 21 chapters, and you want 34 chapters? Yes. And <laughs> doing the simple math because on the spot? games,
1: yeah. We have taken
0: the liberty, and I love this. We had so much fun this morning putting these together, of putting together trailers for documentaries that we want to see. The worldwide debut of three of these trailers begins now, starting with this. Take it away, Ben Bagley.
1: What if I told you the
2: American dream lives on? That a young man can travel to a strange place and succeed? That you can't try, fail, try,
1: Fell again, try again, and become an NFL first-round draft pick. BYU Sports Nation presents Ziggy, the final answer. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah, yeah. Woo! Rated PG-13 for some violence. <laughs> that, that one's pretty good. That's pretty good. I, I, I really think that that should be made into a movie. Like, what was it? Million Dollar Arm? Arms? Was that what Million it Dollar Arm. Million Dollar Arm. Two uh, kids from India good movie. come over here, and they're in the minors. And I'm like, Ziggy's is 10 times better than that because he plays in the pros. They're not even in the majors. He's in the pros, and he's really good. A How k- is this not being made? <sighs> a they're kid in from the Ghana. minors. Yes, Who cares?
0: Exactly. A kid from Ghana six years ago had never played the sport, and now he's a top 50 NFL player.
1: Yeah. It's, yeah, it's really compelling. But is it as compelling – as mine. Ooh, hit it. What if I told you a chubby kid from Glens Falls, New York, would rule the basketball world? That his name would become a verb, and Kevin Durant would call him the greatest scorer in the world. At a school named for a pioneer prophet, he led his people to the promised land. BYU Sports Nation presents Jimmer. Rated R for extreme three-point violence. Yes! Jimmer. I love it. Jimmer.
0: Well done. Well
1: done, Jimmer. And I like the Jimmer story a lot. um, And it was really cool to be able to go to Glens Falls twice, visit his house, visit the church, visit the high school, visit all that stuff. So that, that has a lot of personal meaning to me, the Jimmer story.
0: Now, Colin Cowherd, uh, notable media personality in the sports world, talks about most vinable players. Jimmer Fredette was the most vinable player in college basketball for an entire season.
1: Yeah, Vine was. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't a thing, what, really? would have been. But, yeah. like. He was. Uh, what's, what, yeah. We all know what Jimmer is. Yeah. yeah. Good grief. Okay. Notice, I, I conveniently left out the next part of the story with Jimmer because I wanted to look on the favorable (laughs) part unfortunately it hasn't worked out like we wanted yeah
0: yeah and we still don't know where that leads maybe to Europe who knows we don't know where he eventually finishes his story and how many chapters are yet to be uh, written written in the book of Jimmer okay okay I like that what do you think about this though what if I told you that a hero must fall for another to rise. That fairy tale endings sometimes take the road less traveled. And triumph can share the same spotlight with tragedy. BYU Sports Nation presents the miracle at memorial an elite production.
1: Oh, I'm I'm li- I'm, I'm emotional. <laughs> I'm literally <laughs> there I'm literally emotional right now listening to the way that you wrote that and the music and those images.
0: Oh, that was unbelievable. J-
1: like Ugh. the I have goose I seriously have goosebumps right now. I hope I hope that those listening watching. Yeah, at Mama Jaywick just got chills during your Jimmer show intro. But yeah, just Chills. That, okay, that, that is the most compelling game maybe in BYU football history given the, the Taysom element and the Tanner-Mitch-Hail-Mary element, Nebraska on the road. Like, the, and, and on BYU TV, we saw the image of Mitch Matthews crying with Taysom Hill. That, that, that gets, that gets, that gets I, me. It gets me. I, I really cried,
0: I cried legitimately a few times when I first saw that, that raw footage. We that, watched it. We uh, watched it before
1: it came out on Inside BYU Football. It's hard to watch. Emotional. Very oh, emotional. Man. I
0: mean compelling. Couldn't couldn't stop watching it, but hard it's hard to watch that.
1: There are a lot of great stories from BYU athletics that could be turned into great documentaries or movies. Which which is awesome. It's fun to be at a place that has compelling, relevant, timely athletics. And it's and it's not just on the sport or, or on the court, right? It's it's off as well. That there's meaning, that it's real life, that mm. it has power, right? Woo. Yeah, let's so, just let's just soak that in. Tweet Hashtag BYUSN with your ideas about this. What BYU sports story would you make into an ESPN 30 for 30 type documentary? That
0: game, in the words of a 311 song, was a beautiful disaster.
1: (laughs) I love that song. I love 311 as well. They're coming to Salt Lake in uh, two and a half weeks.
0: But in all honesty, who isn't ready for football after that?
1: Countdown to the Wildcats. 86 days. You got me on that one. Normally I don't like doing the countdown. Today I'm all in. Oh. Uh, because emotionally I'm to there. appealed the emotions. Yeah, emotionally I'm there.
0: <sighs> Shout out to Taysom and Tanner and Mitch and Kansas City. Let's get it done, <laughs> man. <laughs> Conversation happening right now on Twitter. Use the hashtag BYUSN. Coming up, the head basketball coach at BYU, Dave Rose, joins us in studio. What does he think about the meteoric rise of Ziggy Onsa and how his story continues to get better? BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV, the conversation happening right now on Twitter. Follow us at BYU Sports Nation. Use the hashtag BYUSN.
1: Hey, coming up, BYU Football Media Day is June 30th, live on BYU TV and BYU Radio from the BYU Broadcasting Building. State of the program uh, kicks things off on the TV side. At 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 4 Eastern Time, BYU Football 1996 revisited. Members of that team will be in studio, hanging out, reliving that. Not to mention a couple of BYU Sports Nations, web chats, rebroadcasts of games. It's going to be a low today, so hang out with us on June 30th.
0: We could make a 30 for 30 documentary on that 1996 season.
1: Uh, Yes, the first college football team to win 14 games. The second was Ohio State two years ago.
0: You're welcome, world. What BYU sports story would you make into an ESPN 30 for 30 type documentary? At jmort007 says the Luke Staley story, the highest Mm. of highs, lowest of lows.
1: Yeah, there was a documentary uh, recently made by Chad Lewis's nephew Riley, who worked with us uh, for about a year. It was pretty good.
0: I believe it was titled Not for Luke, NFL. NFL, yeah. yeah. I-, I thought it was really good. Really good. At Alexander's 37, definitely BYU's quick tennis year rise from nobodies to national champions and the accompanying controversy.
1: It's true. You go from a school that couldn't you know, beat Utah like 30 years earlier, like 1942 was the first one, then you get into the late 70s and 80s and you just go through this unbelievable run.
0: Jerem Jordan picked the Jimmer Fredette story. And it was well scripted. If you missed it, download the podcast to see that worldwide debut. We're
1: tweeting. We're tweeting out the, on the trailer, uh, the or trailers as well.
0: check yeah. them out on Twitter as well. A man who coached Jimmer Fredette and continues to lead the BYU basketball program, Dave Rose, joining us now in Studio B. Coach, welcome back. We're talking documentaries today, so I mean, I guess if you want, you can pull out the producer mentality. And if you could make an ESPN 30 for 30 documentary, oh, by the way, I think you
2: were in one. Yes, I have it, <laughs> and another one's coming out in October actually uh, for Feist Lime, and Limajama. But right. Well, right now, the documentary would probably be my life. This morning, going to the doc, the dentist, thinking I was just going to have my teeth cleaned, and I had a small cavity. We took care of it, and my face is feeling the effects of it right now. So uh, everything's fine. Okay, I just look a little funny, talk a little funny, <laughs> no. but uh, Doctor Morgan, yeah, he's our team dentist. Uh, he, he gave me a good one this morning, so
1: <laughs> so you're not having a stroke. No, you just
2: lift. The, you just okay. watch the left side of my face, not the right side of my face, as we get going here this morning. I,
1: uh, I knew you were a tough cookie. The fact that you actually came in here and still did the interview that tells me a lot about. You. That's uh, impressive.
2: I, yeah. I mean, it's all uh, it, it's all what we do. It's how we do it. Yeah, you joked with us that
0: you could get in a boxing match with us and dominate us because oh, you can't if feel if anything. We
2: had gloves in here right now. <laughs> I would just, I'd be fighting off <laughs> over the right side because you could hit me anywhere from the top of my eye to the bottom of my cheek. You, we wouldn't feel anything from, <laughs> today. Have you had much
0: vacation time uh, since the basketball season ended?
2: You know, this is interesting. Uh, spring semester, our guys, we only had three or four guys in, in, in class. They all come in summer, which will be uh, the 20th of June. And when then we'll get started going then, but uh um may was we we had a couple you know uh, trips Cheryl and i that, that had a good time went to a wedding uh for my nephew down in Houston and got away but uh it was interesting because at the end of that season in april uh it it was a long roll we 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 started in July you know we went to Barcelona we went to spain and and then uh obviously played all the way into april and it felt good to actually have a break but i'm ready to go I, i'm I'm glad that uh we've got this uh summer semester and you know, all 14 guys will be will be enrolled. There's one guy, Zach Frampton, who will still be on his mission, but uh, he'll, he'll get back uh, non scholarship roster guy. But uh, the rest of the guys should all be here.
1: It looks fine when you don't smile, by the way. Okay, I'll, I'll try <laughs> not to smile. People tell
2: me I never smile during the season, so yeah, I'll
1: just <laughs> <laughs> just love it. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Um, n- normally, um, you know, there's not <laughs> there's not a Ziggy Ansah type story, but you've you've documented, you know, okay, you tried out for the basketball team. Did he try out
2: twice? Yeah, two different uh, October's. He was in our gym.
1: How did uh, how did he not make the team?
2: Well, athletically, obviously he was uh, elite in that group. Um, What we look for in that group are guys who can really run a lot of plays. And you know, we'd we'd spend one day, we'd just get a look of the feel, what they have, and in five on five, just free pickup games, he he was pretty dominant. A lot of dunks, gets to the basket. But when it came to uh, breaking it down and trying to run different offensive sets to see what guys you know could remember, how quick they could pick it up, because basically that's what those guys do. They come in and they're the scout team and they're running the other team's stuff all the time. And uh, Ziggy had a hard time with that. I mean, I would compare that probably to the first couple of weeks in the locker room of football of guys trying to help him put the uniform on i mean once he got on the field he was awesome but trying to you know get the the basics of getting the uniform on that that's kind of the the issue that we had with him and uh choosing him for our team and and you know it was but there was the second year especially a lot of discussion about actually trying to put time into him and 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 uh and teach him you know what we we, we could at the time, but uh, we decided to go in another direction.
0: You had a greater plan
2: in mind for Ziggy yes, Ansah. I mean, <laughs> you know, I think one of my assistants actually said, you know what he ought to do is go play football. Who said that? Uh, I'm going to say that that might have been Dave Rice. Mm. Yeah. So is Dave uh, Rice uh, but, the
0: man? Maybe the, it is. <laughs> Dave, <the> <laughs> maybe it is Dave.
2: <laughs>
0: well, now he's number forty-three in the NFL's top one hundred. Just a, a remarkable story, and, and really fun to, to to watch what he's been able to do. And I mean, just five years ago, the fact that he he wanted to play basketball. BYU. I mean, how, went...
2: how great was it to watch him his senior year? Oh. in football when he he was just. I mean, all I ever want to do is watch offense in football. I love you know college football, but. That year, I mean, it was every bit as fun to to watch our defensive guys, you know, with Kyle and, and uh and Ziggy and uh and then, then you wonder how's it how is it really gonna uh there's great college players in basketball, football that have unbelievable college careers, but it doesn't really translate well into a pro career. But this guy is almost better in the NFL <laughs> than he was pro. in college. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. He had four he had four and a half sacks a senior and he was he had He was a higher pick than he had sacks. Like,
2: Mm -hmm. it was weird.
1: Um, Today, Peyton Dastrup gets home from his mission, specifically at 548 Pacific time, if you want to meet him at the Phoenix airport. That's weird that we know that, but we know it. Uh, What's it
2: like to have all these pieces kind of –
1: they're almost all back, and they're almost all enrolled in a couple
2: of weeks. Well, that's exciting for us. I mean, uh, I think fans are really excited. There's been so much hype about this group of guys. As a coaching staff, we're excited to get them all here but uh there's there 's real concern in uh, the youth of this group, the inexperience of this group, and how th- the expectations are really high and they're they 're high for every team, but I think with this team, it might be uh you know a, a little bit uh, um, you know unfair to a group of guys out of the thirteen scholarship guys, eleven of them are going to be uh freshmen and sophomores. wow i 've never been through that as a as a guy i 've got one senior i 've been through that before my very first year. Uh, Brock zilstra was uh, i mean Brock richner was the only senior that we had on the team, uh, but we had a lot of juniors and sophomores so this will be uh, a very young team. I expect them to to pick things up really quick and and uh, our expectations are, are are really high i mean we, we what i what I really hope happens is the first two or three really close games that we get into that we win them. Because that confidence really plays out later in the year this year this past year, that first close game was at Long Beach State. We lost it, and then we seem to kind of fall into that pattern quite a few times so uh, i I'm, I'm hoping that the the early season success is good for these guys, and then they can uh, kind of build confidence and go from there. The thing that excites me the very most, obviously the talent the uh the, the the range the i think diversity of our of our players I got three or four guys I think can play two or three positions um but the fact that i i think we'll be together for you know not just 38 40 games but maybe 80 maybe 120 games and that that could be awesome
0: BYU basketball coach Dave Rose with us in studio B on BYU Sports Nation i've noticed something interesting about the mentality a lot of these young guys that you have coming back i mean the focus and the desire and the expectations in their own mind are really high they don't they don't shy away from the high expectations and I'm, I'm speaking specifically of yoli childs who just kind of blew me away in an interview that we did with him where he was like look i want i want to be the best i want to go to a final four i want to do all these things mm-hmm. and that's what i'm going to prepare to do and he doesn't seem to be alone in that
2: yeah i think that uh one thing that is unique about this group is that i mean we've had really confident teams before but these te- these guys uh <laughs> And, and, and sometimes this is a good thing. Sometimes it's a bad thing. We're gonna we're gonna really funnel this into a way that uh, can be a real confidence builder for a group. But uh, you know everybody's got stars by their names as high school recruits, and you know we're usually a two or three star program. That's what we've done, and we've got you know guys who uh, have really really overachieved and and become you know three star, two and a half three star recruit and become the national player of the year. Okay, that's pretty phenomenal. But we got a lot of guys, five six maybe seven guys that got three and a half four stars connected to their name, and so they've been in the media they've kind of been in that limelight uh I hope this is all not hype i hope I hope that these guys are really uh in that area as far as their uh you know kind of perceived talent level um and then and then you go right to their heart and you go right to their mind and and see you know how they'll work and how they're they'll you know progress together as a group and and that excites me and you know when and one of the guys that's not a four-star guy uh eli elijah he's as a practice player for us and we've had a a good run of those guys matt carlino and kyle davis did that for us Had another nfl guy jordan cameron chase fisher did that for us for a year we've had good runs with those guys who are practiced with us uh he might have maybe had the best year uh, in that red shirt situation, as any of those guys, and so, uh, uh, and he he was a freshman of the year in, in the Colonial Association as a uh, at Elon. So you add that to that that other mix of guys that no one's really seen before, and uh, he's got three straight years for us too. So I'm I'm excited about the group, and I really, I mean Monday the twentieth, June twentieth, when we get him here. And we can uh, put it all together. We'll start to be able to see how the personalities fit, how they mesh together, how they work together. Uh, That team, you know, 2011, it was such a special team because of how they work together. Jackson Emery, as good as any player I've ever been around in 33 years of coaching at making other people believe what he believes and he could do it. And uh, hopefully that, uh, you know, we'll be able to get find a guy like that to, bring these guys all together
1: so 15 of the 16 because you're gonna have three walk-ons it sounds like we'll be there june 20th uh i think
2: we've got 14 guys so 14. you know and that's counting corb corb will be crossing over back and forth yeah. uh during june, june and july and then in august we'll send him off to football and he looks great i don't know if you guys have seen him lately he's, he's big he's out of weight right he is it'll uh He's he's trying to get to that Karnowski area, you know. Oh, he's it. cut, man. He he looks great. He really does. So he can handle the big fella.
1: Seems like a different area to me, <laughs> yeah. but yeah. Con,
0: Gonzaga fan, shudder. <laughs> what? Another kafusi. Yeah.
1: Um, Dave Broberg announced that he's working on a BYU Cougars emoji keyboard. Do you, do you use emojis? Do you know what emojis are? I just are, started Dave?
2: using them a little while ago. It's actually, really? pretty cool. Yeah, it's. Uh, I've really actually figured out how you hit the little thing, and they all pop up there, and. I like to kind of fiesta net dancing Mexican girl, <laughs> <laughs> because that ex- I mean that's a beautiful expression, you know, of just happiness. Yes. And so I use that a lot. <laughs> that is- In the red dress, oh, you know which one I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I yeah, know yeah, exactly the, the emoji absolutely. you're talking about. Maybe she's Spanish, but.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. is- what, that's fantastic. What should be on that BYU Cougars emoji keyboard? Like, We were thinking like the blue goggles need to be on there. I texted Dave. He's working on that. <laughs> what do you want from basketball?
2: I don't know. Probably a scoreboard with more points on our side than theirs. <laughs> and, and it's Gonzaga. Yeah, that's this, <laughs> it's whoever. ever. I just want more points on our side. A little championship trophy. <laughs> <laughs> that's really funny. Dave
0: Rose with us in Studio B on BYU Sports Nation. Because you have so many young guys, and specifically return missionaries, coming back, you have kind of a pretty good idea uh, from conversations we've had and that we've talked to Terry Nashif and Tim Lacombe, uh about the schedule and the regime that they need to take on as they get back into full health. So, I mean, where do you expect all these guys that are coming off missions recently to be when the
2: games actually start, late October, early November? Well, I think that, uh, you know, with, with TJ and uh, Eric, they got home pretty early. I, I expect them to be pretty close to, you know, right where – they need to be to get started, even even in the uh October, you know, part of the season when we, we start practicing pretty heavily. Um Payton may maybe a little bit longer. Uh Yoli's ready to go. I mean he's this'll be a a, a great transition for us. We haven't seen this very often. Zach Selius did it last year for us, came straight from high school, great high school season, uh won a state championship, and then he really contributed to us uh after he found himself. Took him a, a month or two in the season to find himself. Uh, Yoli, I can see the same kind of impact with with this team that he can come in and and make that same uh, impact with the new group. Um, so I, uh, I I expect us from from day one to 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 be physically ready, mentally ready. That'll be a growing process, and we'll see how that goes.
1: You recently announced a couple of exciting games uh, playing USC in LA at Staples, and then uh, Illinois and Chicago. What does that mean to be able to play quality programs in NBA
2: arenas? Well you know we'll be uh we'll play 3 I think we play uh, Utah State in in Vivint is that right
1: Vivint Smart Home Arena Yeah yeah
2: I think and so uh I know the guys look forward to those things and uh it's uh it's a great opportunity for them I I like I like the names of the teams and I like the 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 the, the, the you know they all they all want to come and play obviously in uh the Vivint Arena but United Center and Staples Arena those are places where uh Every young kid wants to grow up and play,
0: coach. Not many people can pull off going to the dentist uh, just an hour before an interview and uh, hit it out of the park like you did today with emojis dancing. Yes, yeah. the emojis. No way. Hey, I, I was yeah. going
2: to send one of my guys. Tim actually said, "I'll step in and go do it." And hey, no way, man. If you can step in the, in the batter's box and let's get in. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. So Dave batted yeah. four twenty one at Dixie one year in baseball. That's Remember right. that? Yeah, that's right. And I, I think one day it was with a numb face from the dentist. You know, I got three, went three for four. <laughs> that was a long time ago, but I think I can remember that. <laughs> oh, that's great stuff. Coach, uh, congratulations
0: on all your success thus far. We... <laughs> to say the least are very excited just like you are about what ha- what
2: happens next. Yeah, sorry about these dings on my phone, man. I,
1: we I, got I, an idea I, of what it's like to be you. I, no, just, you're getting I'm blown out, man.
2: Don't apologize. Of all the things that I did not do right. I did not shut my <laughs>
0: phone out. Stay right, with guys. us. More Blue Goggle Nation next. <laughs> Welcome back, sports friends. Spencer Linton, Jerem Jordan, and Radio Vision live on BYU Radio simulcast on BYU TV presented by the BYU Store, the
1: official outfitter Of BYU fans everywhere. Yo! BYU Sports Nation Media Day's special is two hours long. It's on June 30th from 12 to 2 Eastern time. Kalani Satake, Taysom Hill, Jamal Williams, none of which expect to have a numbed up face, will join us June 30th on Media Day on BYU Sports Nation. Yo, MTV raps, dude. I can't believe that Dave Rose came in here with a numbed face. That's a gamer, okay? That's a gamer. And then, and then he leaves his phone on, so we get an idea of what it's like ding, to be him. Ding ding ding, 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 There was one ding <laughs> for every win this year, so I think there were approximately 29 wins. Ooh. 29 dings.
0: Is that an early prediction, Jeremy? Well,
1: I, I, I need the schedule to evaluate <laughs> that. We, by the way, typically, the non-conference schedule has come out. Just some, put
0: these on and say 29. <laughs>
1: that, oh, that's how you do it. <laughs> typically, the non-conference schedule for men's hoops comes out in... June or July, with conference coming out in August. So that's what to expect this summer.
0: Uh, we also learned that Dave Rose has a favorite emoji, the dancing fiesta girl who he said is, is the ultimate sign of happiness <laughs>
1: in emoji. Of course he uses emojis.
0: <laughs> of course. Yes, everybody does. It's just funny to hear that. Oh. I
1: can't wait for this. Keyboard app.
0: Yes, Dave Broberg, keep up the good work.
1: We and, and Now, I, I want to make something clear. I requested that Blue Goggles be used, and he said, yeah, I'll work on that. It doesn't mean it's going to be on there. I believe that Dave Broberg can
0: and will make that happen
1: just be careful you wield a powerful verbal if he
0: doesn't if he doesn't he's still amazing you'll shave your head no i will not do that
1: i love that there's this part of the audience that's like let's just get smith to shave his head trust me for all of our sakes we do not want this that is all i want all of you to know
0: that my mother thanked me she thanked me for sticking to my guns and not shaving my head. For her for her greater
1: good. Leave the mothers out of this, Spencer.
0: <laughs> Let's refresh today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. Hi, Mom. Shaq Walker and Aaron Fletcher advanced to the finals in their respective events after the first day of the 2016 NCAA Outdoor Track and Field Championships. Walker finished first in his 800-meters heat. Of course he did. While Fletcher finished second in his 3,000-meter steeplechase heat, both of those finals tomorrow. Competition continues today with Shay Collinsworth in the 800 meters on the female side and Jackson Walker continuing his decathlon competition.
1: Ziggy number 43 in its top 100 players of 2016 as voted by current NFL players. Ansah had 47 tackles and 14 and a half sacks last season for the Detroit Lions. As voted by wow. NFL players. That's respect.
0: Isn't that the ultimate validation?
1: And Dave Rose is right. He's a better pro than he was a college player. By far. Because he didn't know what he was doing.
0: Kawhi Leonard is kind of that same mold on the college basketball yes. side.
1: Yes. You know, Absolutely. became a
0: better pro. It's rare, but. It's pretty cool to see it happen. Tyler Hawes will work out with the Utah Jazz today. He recently returned from his first full year of professional basketball in Espana.
1: And BYU wins its fourth straight WCC Commissioner's Cup, awarded by Commissioner Gordon. Championship! Gotham. (laughs) Awarded to the school with the most success in conference play. The Cougars won the award by 21 points, the largest margin of victory in the 118-year history of the Commissioner's Cup. Yeah, BYU benefited uh,
0: from some new teams playing better and getting no, notably baseball, share of a, a conference championship. Softball won again, soccer won again, women's volleyball won again. We just got to add basketball to that list, right, Right, Jerem? Yeah.
1: And a tournament championship <laughs> in baseball. <laughs> and basketball. Let's go. Hey, the next step. Raise the bar. Take it to the next step. We've been saying the next step for a couple of years. Let's, let's do it. Let's go.
0: Some more BYU basketball news. We were just joined by Dave Rose, the head basketball coach, as we talked about at the beginning of this segment. Uh, download the podcast to hear that entire interview. It's, he brought up a great point, and, and something that I have, you know, I feel like I've comprehended, but again, it just hit home when he said, I will have 11 of my 13 scholarship players freshman or sophomore year.
1: Okay, this, so young. this plays into my standard for this team, which is th- I don't expect them to win the conference championship. I, d- I, don't. I, I do expect this team to get into the NCAA tournament, though. I think that the talent is high enough to where they should get into the tournament. I don't, I don't even care what seed, Just get in because this year the NIT run was fun. It was not as fun as going to the NCAA tournament, though. You want to do that as a program. No pra- program brags about the NIT. No pro- if you do, your program standard stinks. It does, and BYU is higher than that.
0: The goals are the same every year. Dave Rose chronicled those a few weeks ago where he said, look, we want to win a conference championship. We want to win the conference tournament. We want to, adv- we want to get to the NCAA tournament, and we want to advance.
1: He's right, though. This team's young. And, and he admitted that BYU lost the Long Beach State game, and that affected them mentally uh, the rest of the season, early. That was a game that you didn't want to lose on the road. And then all of a sudden the identity of this team changed. It took a while to get Nick, Nick Emery into form. How long will it take, and you asked Dave Rose, but how long will it take for the return missionaries to get into shape and be there, not just physically, because Dave Rose said physically, I think we'll be there at the start of the season. Mentally, Eric Mika, TJ Haas, Peyton Dastrup, these guys, he said that Yoli Childs is ready. Kelly Papinga, about a year ago, a year and a half ago, told us on the show he would rather have a player straight out of high school than a return missionary. Because physically, they are ready to go. Yeah, right now. I think that Yoli Childs could have a bigger impact on this season than, say, Peyton Dashtrip. Just because he hasn't been walking around in Panama handing out books and baptizing people, (laughs) he's been getting buckets. (laughs) Like, there's just a difference, right, physically and mentally in how long it takes. Peyton Dashtrip getting home today, by the
0: way. It takes a while. Now, how will this translate over to attendance for BYU basketball with all of the growing excitement and this whole wave of youth coming in with the different players coming off of missions and the three and a half and four star guys that Dave Rose talked about? How how will that affect an already pretty impressive attendance mark for BYU, which brings us to our stat of the day?
1: It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. BYU hoops finished 14th nationally in attendance, which accounted for 41% of the total attendance in the West Coast Conference last year. What? 41% from one school? Are you serious?
0: Yeah, what percentage was Gonzaga? Because they seat 6,000, right? Who cares? BYU
1: was 41%. <laughs> wow. That's monster. I, I want to mention this, too, about the uh, Dave Rose interview in the in, uh, context of all this. We had a question prepared for him that we did not ask based on his media availability a couple of weeks ago with some of the, uh, some of the writers. And Lauren Franklin was there for us. We had a question prepared that was most coaches kind of dispel or quell the hype, suppress the hype for a team. If it gets too big, you haven't done this to this point. Why? He came in here, and before we even asked, he said, I think that there's a lot of hype about this team, but we need to keep in mind that 11 of the 13. He did. Or we did not vet him on the questions no. at all. He came in and said that. So I, I think that that is interesting because he knows, okay, we got to give ourselves a little bit of a, uh, some slack here this season. 100%. Now, yes. Now, now when the Lone Peak 3 or whatever are you know upperclassmen together, that's when you really turn it on and you go, okay, maximum throttle, baby, on what you can do.
0: Right. Well, and he said not only can this group be together for, you know, 38 or 40 games, but maybe 80 or hundred
1: twenty. Woo!
0: Look out. That's, that is the good part about having a youth team. Back to your Twitter responses next. What BYU stories would you make into 30 for 30 ESPN documentaries? BYU Sports Station presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan live from Studio B. If you miss an episode of this show live, watch the rebroadcast weeknights on BYU TV at 6 Eastern. So if you're just joining us now and you missed the first 45-ish minutes, yeah. you missed some good stuff. Make sure to check out our trailers for documentaries that we want to see within BYU Sports, not to mention a really intriguing And unique interview with Dave Rose, who just came from the dentist and was still numb.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, (laughs) in in this place, genealogy is very important. It is as well with Apple TV. On the fourth generation only, you can get the BYU TV app on Apple TV. We do the same promos a lot, so I'm trying to come up with different ways to (laughs) do (laughs) them. That was very creative. On the fly, too. Yes. That's, th- my favorite part of this show is that it is not scripted. you got to tap dance, That man. is my favorite part. It is live. We are speaking. It's going out. You're hearing it. And it, it is what it is. You can't fix it in post. It's live. I love it. I'm singing. Oh, my goodness.
0: <laughs> I love Elf. That's such a great movie. <laughs>
1: Every time someone leaves my house, I always want to go,
0: Bye. Bye, buddy. Hope you find it dad. <laughs> Thanks Every Mr. wall. Our Twitter question today. What BYU sports story would you make into an ESPN 30 for thirty type documentary? At still Team Riley says, What if still I told Riley. you in the glitz and glamour world of Provo, Utah, that Grit yeah! would win out. Get out of here. BYUSN presents Team, Team Riley. Riley, the Riley Nelson.
1: <laughs> That's number thirty-seven on the list. Come on. <laughs> That was an interesting year at BYU football, wasn't it? Oh, man. At LDS strong woman. Is she a strong woman? Mangum to Matthews slash miracle at Memorial. What else is there? That is my answer. What else is there? There
0: is a lot. We tweeted it out. There is a lot. If you'd like to cry or get emotional, you need to watch my trailer for the miracle at Memorial.
1: At BYU underscore undefeated. About the 1984 Cougars and Lavelle Edwards. Remind the Big 12 and the rest of the country why we're Power 5 material. Now be careful. That was uh, 32 years ago. Don't get caught up in thirty-year-old stuff, right? But 1984, <sighs> the fact that a team like BYU in the current landscape of college football now has won a national championship within the last 35 years—crazy! The last, the last national title and Heisman Trophy from a non-power-five school is from BYU. Amen. It's really. I, if difficult I had a mic, I'd drop it.
0: It's really difficult. If I didn't have to, to, do. to be here the
1: rest of the show for 10 minutes, I would walk out.
0: At Justin D. Sweeney, I think the Ziggy story is above thirty four thirty. It deserves its own feature film, and he hashtagged dis or so. Excuse me, he included at Disney.
1: Yeah, do it. Someone write the script and give it to Disney. You'll get some money. Who would probably. play
0: Ziggy Anza? Ooh, who should play Ziggy Anza in the Ziggy Anza story?
1: Uh, Dwayne the Rock Jeff.
0: Yes, that's what I Benzo said this Washington, morning. Washington,
1: best actor ever.
0: He is, but he's he's old now. Like, who's the new, is it yeah. Michael B. Jordan?
1: He'd have to get really big. <laughs> I mean, he was big for Creed, but he wasn't that big. <laughs> I mean, he's taller. Yeah. Ziggy so. is six, five, six, six. 6'6"?
0: Who would play Ziggy Ansa in his feature
1: film? At Royal Kook, the discovery of Motikiai Longi. We need that story to develop a little more before it gets a doc. <laughs> it was Harvey Longy's nephew that Steve Cafusi heard about. That's a, like all we know about the story, basically.
0: At Cisco Roo, surfer, father, coach, guru.
1: I just had a thought. The many
0: faces of Bronco men. Oh, Bronco?
1: Oh. Yeah, that's not happening. <laughs> I just had a thought. Is, is Mo Longy going to be at the game? BYU, Arizona? He's in the Phoenix mission. Oh. Is he going to be at the game? Will they let missionaries go to that game? The mission president for Phoenix allow your missionaries, please, to go to the game. One specifically,
0: Mount Motukiai, Ta'ukolo Langi. Ta'ukolo Langi.
1: <laughs> I bet he's going to be at the game. I I hear a pregame interview in order. Eh? Mm-hmm. I'll talk to the producer at P Flash
0: Flood. Is that a silent piece? So is it just at flash flood? <laughs> <laughs> well, if you want a recent story, Nebraska last year was full of storylines.
1: It's so juicy. You talk about recent. I mean, that's mm. unbelievably compelling. And that, I, I, and you, you picked that first this morning, and that was the most logical oh choice. Oh, my goodness. Nice, it's just. There have been some great stories. <sighs> there have been it... some great that, Like, you can't go to New Mexico and get these many compelling stories. I love it. Like, Louisiana Monroe can you get, even get them at Texas Tech? Red Radio you know I mean. Like, Washington State? You do one on Mike Leach. What else you got? Ryan Leaf? Okay, what else you got? You know what I mean? BYU Sports has provided some unbelievably compelling stories over the last several years. I'm not just talking 30 years ago. I, I think we should be careful to be like, remember 30 years ago how awesome it was? Why well, can't it be awesome now? Remember last five, year 10, how 15, awesome
0: that was? Yeah,
1: let's not point in the 80s and go, remember how good it was? What about now?
0: What about now? How many teams have a superhero type figure of a quarterback and that seriously, I mean that seriously. That's okay, how fans the,
1: treated him. The one there was one that we discussed that we did not roll out that we've not prepared, but it was called Broken, the Taysom Hill story. Holy which cow. is which is unfinished, right? So you have Unbroken, the the book obviously was the movie last year. Directed by Angelina Jolie. Yeah, Angelina Jolie. Anytime you can get her involved, it's great, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Mister and Mrs. Smith. Taysom Hill's story Taysom would be, story. which is unru- its not finished. Which is like, what makes it so awesome. I want closure to Taysom Hill, and it's going to cost Tanner Mangum some PT. But I want Taysom Hill to get some run. I want to have closure there. They could have it together.
0: Well, they had it together at Nebraska, and it created one of the best stories yeah. in BYU sports history. Not really together. Ah, up next, the Cougar Whip Around, including track and field update and Cougars in the NBA. BYU Sports Nation, presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Let's just whip it. It's time for the
1: Cougar Whip Around. Track, track and, field. and field. Jack Walker and Aaron Fletcher advanced to the finals in their respective events after the first day of the 2016 NCAA Outdoor Track and Field Championships. Walker finished first in his 800 meter heat while Fletcher finished second in his 3,000-meter steeplechase heat as well. Both of those finals are tomorrow. Competition continues today with Shay Collinsworth in the women's 800 meters and Jackson Walker continuing the decathlon. Cougars in the NFL.
0: Ziggy Ansa, number 43 in the NFL's top 100 players list of 2016, as voted by current NFL players. Hello, validation. Ansa had 47 tackles, 14.5 sacks last season. His position coach thinks he can get 20 this year for the Detroit Lions. Taryn Houck, by the way, getting another look with the Chicago Bears today. And I just got a tweet in from at Collier 88 says, I think Chadwick Bozeman yeah, from Black, the movie Black 42 Panther. should play Ziggy.
1: Chadwick Bozeman, a.k.a. Black Panther in Captain America Civil War. He yeah. was in
0: draft day two, right?
1: Yes, he yeah. was. Yeah. There you go. Cougars
2: in the association.
1: association. Tyler Haas worked out with the Utah Jazz today. Kyle Collinsworth hinted that he might be working out with them as well, unconfirmed yet. He recently returned from his first year of professional basketball in Spain. That is Tyler Haas. Athletics.
0: BYU wins a fourth straight WCC Commissioner's Cup awarded to the school with the most success in conference play. That's over all sports. The Cougars won it by 21 points, the largest margin of victory in Commissioner's
1: Cup history. Football. The Mac announces BYU versus Toledo on Friday, September 30th in Provo. will be on ESPN or ESPN2. Love it. Baseball. Baseball. First
0: two rounds of the Major League Baseball draft tonight. Good luck to Peyton Henry, Brennan Lund, and Mike Rucker, who are all expected to be selected on Friday and or Saturday.
1: Soccer. The men's team plays Southfield tonight, 9 Eastern time, against the Fresno Fuego. Cougars in the Miners.
0: Jacob Hanneman, 1-for-1 one one with a stolen base yesterday for the AA Tennessee Smokies. When's he going to go A like Jacob Bruggman?
1: Cougars in the PGA. Zach Blair begins competition at the St. Jude Classic at 210 Eastern. Back to you.
0: Good luck to Zach. Future guests include Uncle B, Blaine Fowler. What, what story would he make into a documentary? I'm guessing he may feel biased towards the 84 season.
1: I don't know. <laughs> he loves Ziggy, though. I know that.
0: Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter Help. When you need it at most, DexterLaw.com. Who deserves it? Jerem.
1: Two tracksters, Shaq Walker in the 800, Aaron Fletcher in the steeplechase, advancing to the finals. Get it done. Get it done this weekend.
0: What BYU sports story would you make into an ESPN 3430-type documentary at Cisco Roo? Definitely Jim Romania and yeah. the ensuing Brandon Davies suspension slash redemption story. The
1: Brandon Davies story would be compelling. Yeah.
0: At Carter CarterJ92, Chad Lewis, BYU walk-on tight end to NFC champ and three-time Pro Bowler. That is
1: pretty pretty crazy. He's like – he's. Is he the white Ziggy? He was went track to the NFL. Mm, maybe field as well.
0: Our elite tweet of the day from at Mama MJG. Listen to this. Of course, the dancing lady is Dave Rose's favorite emoji. Going dancing in March is what makes a basketball coach happy. That makes
1: sense. That makes sense. Thanks to Dave Rose and everyone on our crew.
0: Well played. Show on demand. Download the podcast on iTunes or the TuneIn app. For Jerem, I'm Spencer. Shout out to Sean Kelly. We're back to work tomorrow. See ya.